Welcome to the Innovation and Compliance Podcast, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Join us every week as we talk with industry innovators who are making compliance to help business run more efficiently and at the end of the day, more profitably. Here's your host, Tom Fox. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you back to my week-long exploration of Sherlock Holmes and Innovation and Compliance. Today in Part 4, I take up Interpreting Data particularly through the story, The Adventure of Silver Blaze. In this story, a valuable racehorse is stolen just before the big race in which the owner has literally bet the entire state to try and get himself out of debt. If Holmes and Watson cannot find the stolen horse, the owner, Colonel Ross, will lose everything he owns and be forced to declare bankruptcy. Interestingly, the matter turns on a clue which was not present or the, quote, curious incident of the dog in the nighttime, end quote. It was because the barn's guard dog did not bark. From that clue, Holmes is able to deduce that it was the stable foreman who stole the horse, hoping to hobble it with a slight hamstringy. Holmes notes that because the dog did not bark, no stranger was present. As Holmes explained, I grasped the significance of the silence of the dog, or one true inference invariably suggests another. Obviously, the midnight visitor was someone who the dog knew well. I thought about the inside of this clue, which was not the clue in and of itself, but when considering another innovation in compliance, which has largely bedeviled compliance practitioners. This is explored in two articles in the recent MIT Sloan Management Review. The first is Your Company Ready for HR Analytics by Bart Basins, Sophie DeWinney, and Luke Sells, and a second, Why Big Data Isn't Enough by San Chai and Willie C. Obviously, data analytics can be a valuable tool for any CCO or compliance professional. Yet many wonder not only what data might mean, but what it also might not mean. Another issue is how to leverage it for your company compliance customer base, i.e. your employees, or as the Department of Justice would say, to operationalize your compliance program. One key insight is that you must match up your data to areas not often considered by the compliance professional, the employee network dynamics. This can be as straightforward as an international subsidiary's employee's loyalty, which is to their local organization and not the U.S. corporation. This can only help shape behaviors, not only help shape behaviors, but put in place a cohesive band around compliance insights you might receive and try to implement. The next area is around the concepts of big data and data analytics. If you are not, these are not simply panaceas, however. They are certainly valuable tools, but they do not make the decisions for you. It is not simply the greater amount of the data, the more robust the insights and findings. Compliance professionals need to have some caution around the limitations and proper use of data analytics. Moreover, just as your business and operational conditions evolve and change, you must realize that the data you are considering is a static shot in time so that the compliance professional must interpret the data based upon such factors as compliance expertise, knowledge of the problem, and your organization. This interpretive role is akin to Sherlock Holmes understanding that the lack of an event, i.e. the dog not barking, is a significant factor. This means you must apply some insight to the lack of hotline calls simply beyond simply believing there is nothing untoward out there to report. Always remember that statistical performance itself is not the goal, but the insights you can draw from the data. 
Interpretability for the compliance professional means that any compliance decision to operationalize based upon data analytics should be properly motivated and can be explained simply to all stakeholders involved, literally from the boardroom to senior and middle management, all the way down to the frontline troops who are fully operationalizing the insight. <clears throat> the move towards simplicity discourages the use of overly complex analytical models that focus more on statistical performance than on proper business insight. For compliance to succeed beyond the simple legal reasons, legal response to such laws, such as the FCPA, and to move into a true business enabler, this type of simplicity is required. Finally, you must be aware of internal biases in your data and work towards testing your data insight with those who will implement these solutions. You must be aware of deviations and what they might mean going forward. In the Big Data article, it stated a pitfall in studying large data sets with billions of observational data points is that large deviations are often more attributable to the noise than to the signal itself. Searches of large data sets inevitably turn up coincidental patterns that have no predictive power. This is the problem of white noise in that you need to know what to fix first and this, this usually goes wrong in the form of companies not being able to differentiate the signal from the noise. To not do it properly leads a lot of organizations to expending a tremendous amount of resource and capital on trying to fix what actually is not the problem. In other words, the problem of the non-barking dog. This leads to the next interpretive problem, that being of false correlations. It is important to recognize that the number of data points required for statistically significant results needs to increase as the number of variables grow. Otherwise, there will be a greater risk of false correlations. Researchers must be mindful of both sample size and sample variation. I certainly recognize this is not an area many lawyers receive training in, but it points to the need for every compliance practitioner to work with their own internal data resources. Finally, the compliance professional needs to be aware of the systemic biases in simple data collection. This can most easily show up when your data comes from disparate sources, if it has been collected from different technologies at different times, or simply aggregated from multiple sources. You must find a way to standardize this data so you can remove any distortions. Moreover, the average lifespan of your data model may be only two or three years. However, given the impact of the compliance decisions on both your company and its employees, you will need to take feedback and loop it into your model going forward. From the theoretical approach, it is important that analytical models are constantly back-tested by contrasting the predictions against reality so that any degradation in performance can immediately be noticed and acted upon. The DOJ would call this feedback, where you take information from your designed program and loop it back into your compliance program on a regular basis. Whether your interpretive bias is an algorithm or a well-placed eye of a seasoned compliance professional, the continued mining of large corporate data sets for insights to improve compliance programs will continue. Sometimes the answers will present themselves to you, but sometimes you will need to ascertain why the dog did not bark by delving more deeply to come up with an appropriate solution. Thank you for joining me in today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for our concluding podcast in my five-part podcast series on Sherlock Holmes and Innovation and Compliance, where we take up, in part five, the digital future. If you're a compliance professional looking for a convenient and effective way to fulfill your continuing education requirements, go to fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses and choose from four hour-long training packages that will keep FCPA you current. fcpacompliancereport.com slash courses.